Hello everyone, and welcome to part two of our Frankenstein special and the last episode of the season. Before we get started, I wanted to take a moment and let everyone know that this is going to be my last time hosting Wordplay. Um, it's been an amazing four, three seasons, and I'm so happy and lucky to have had this opportunity. We've covered so many fun and interesting topics together, and I can genuinely say that I will miss talking with y'all twice a month. Um, I want to thank Dr. Ralston for giving me this opportunity. Um, I also want to thank all of the GAs in the Writing Center, as well as the tutors and, you know, the tutors and GAs who have been there in the past, who have been on that podcast. It has been such a interesting and inspiring experience to work with you guys and I will always love and look back on my time hosting this podcast um, fondly. Okay enough of the mushy gushy let's move on to Frankenstein. In our last episode we discussed some major themes and ideas in the novel and in today's episode we're going to be discussing how to go about writing a research paper on Frankenstein. After all, this is a Writing Center podcast, so the first thing that we need to do for our fake paper is to find a topic that we're interested in or questions that we want to answer in the novel. Some possible topics that we could have are the abandonment that we see between, or that we see of the creature by Frankenstein, or an analysis of the novel uh, with Victor as the monster or like the bad guy, um, which is really interesting I think and something that we could find a lot of research on especially when we look at some of the actions that Victor takes. Again I know not everyone has read the novel so I don't want to spoil anything um, and I'm going to try and be spoiler free in this episode. Um, also looking at some of these topics I think I might be a little biased against Victor but that's fine. Uh, some questions that we could ask about the novel to help us with the research um, could be how is the relationship between Victor and the creature similar to theories about childhood abandonment or what is the significance of Victor immediately fearing the creature after he's created which is something that we see kind of earlier in the novel um, where as soon as Frankenstein has life um, as soon as the like the discovery or the achievement of creating life is like done Victor's instantly like shook. He is not here for it. Um, these are topics and questions that we don't need to have the answer to immediately. We don't need to be able to write a whole paper off of them right now. These are just to help us shape what we look for in our research. It's important to remember that your research question or your topic sentence is not your thesis statement. So after you're done researching, you can then kind of form a thesis statement based off of what you found interesting in your research and things that you would like to like talk about in your own paper. Um, also, before we start talking about looking at research, it's important to know that your paper should be different or it should be expanding upon things that you found in your research. We want to be very careful of plagiarism. You don't want to have any kind of overlapping there unless you're directly quoting someone or like I said building off of their research even then you want to give them the credit for meeting you halfway. Okay so now on to the research which is the fun part. For the sake of being completely transparent about how difficult 
or how easy researching can be, I'm going to look for articles and books as I record just so I can give you guys an example of how I would go about using Dacus and our databases for research. Also, I apologize for any aggressive typing or clicking sounds. Consider them the sounds of research. So the first thing that I usually do when I'm thinking about how I want to start researching for a paper is I go onto Dacus's website. Um, the little um, landing page will give you the little OneSearch bar. Um, the first thing that I do is look in OneSearch before I go specifically to any databases. Uh, we can talk about looking in databases as well a little later, but the first thing that I'm going to do is start looking for answers to um, some of our questions, or maybe even a little bit broader. I'm going to look at some of the, type in some keywords or overarching themes of what we're looking for. So a lot of the things that we're talking about in the questions that we mentioned a little bit earlier are ethics. So, you know, is what is the significance of Victor fearing his creation? Um, what is like Victor's responsibility for the monster? Like what are the, what's going on there? So the first thing I'm typing in to the OneSearch um, tab is going to be Frankenstein ethics. Um, I think it's important to also know, because I think sometimes people can get like tripped up on this, is that you don't have to type in full sentences into any search bar when in the databases or just in this one search bar. Um, you just need to type in the keywords. Sometimes it's better to just type in keywords because if you're typing in a long sentence, it's going to be looking for those words in that sentence in article titles and in abstracts. So you're going to want to make it as easy for the search engine as possible. So typing in Frankenstein and ethics, um, we have 311 results. So hopefully there will be something fun in here. Uh, the first thing that pops up is an article. And I know that because right above the name of the article, it says article. Um, if it was a book, it would say book. If it was a review, it would say review. Um, and this is called Letters to Dr. Frankenstein, Ethics and the New, Re and New Reproductive Technologies. So we're going to click this. And once you click it, I know most of you have definitely searched on um, Dacus's website and you've used the databases, but I think it's important to note that when you are looking, if you scroll down um, where it'll say description or abstract, most of the information that you'll need to know if this is something that you can use for your research or something that's going to, you know, help you find answers, most of it's going to be found in this little description. So this paper is talking about very medical things. It's not really what we're looking for. Um, and most of the little tags for this article are very like medical based public health hygiene so this is not something that we're looking for really easy and simple to just quickly weed out something that's not at all what we're looking for so we're going to scroll down a little bit um lots of things here and i'm noticing that most of these articles are articles about medicine and so what i'm going to do now is edit my search here 
I'm going to take out ethics and instead I'm going to move towards Frankenstein and parental responsibility. That's a little bit more specific than ethics and it might help us find what we're looking for a little bit quicker. Uh, so let's see here. Okay, responsibility. Okay, so now I only found three results for this. So maybe we're getting a little too specific is what that's telling me. But we have our first article um, and it's called Daddy Issues, Parental Consent and Scientific Responsibility in Shelley's Frankenstein. This seems to be right up our alley for our question about, um, let's see, what was our question? How is the relationship between Victor and the creature similar to theories about childhood and abandonment? Immediately, I'm starting to think that with parental consent in that article title and then scientific responsibility is kind of hinting towards my thinking about my topic or my topic question, which was what is the significance of Victor immediately fearing the creature after he's created? I'm already interested in this article, so I'm gonna go ahead and, gonna go ahead and click on it. And it's gonna take me to that first landing page. So we're still on the library website. Well, let's see, I'm gonna scroll down to the description and it is telling me more about medical ethics. Um, the novel poses problems. We are only now coming to understand in our full complexity. Do, 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 do. This seems like something that I might be able to use. So I'm going to scroll back up to the top of this page and I can look at this online. I don't have to go to the library. So I'm going to click the EBSCO host link and it's going to take me to a database. Now, I really want to specify that using OneSearch, you are searching everything in the library. And when you click this link where it says EBSCO host MLA International Bibliography with full text or whatever it says when you're on OneSearch and you find something that you want to use, that link is going to take you to a separate page that is only in the database. So I'm going to go ahead and click this link and sign in so it will let me in and it is loading let's see okay so i don't think that this article is going to be something that we can use for our research or not i don't think it's something that we can use for our paper but because i think that it might be talking a little bit about what I want to mention in my paper, I'm going to scroll down to the works cited page or the references page. This is a trick that I learned um, from one of my peers back earlier in my program. Um, if you're looking for something and the um, article that you're looking at isn't giving you the information that you want, but it's kind of hinting at something, scroll down to that reference list and you might find an article that is kind of more towards what you're looking for. Okay, so I am not seeing anything in this article 
not seeing much in the um, reference or bibliography, but I do see some words that I might be able to use instead, and that is abandonment. So I'm going to go back to our one search, and I'm going to take out parental responsibility, and I'm going to instead put in abandonment. Um, and I am already seeing some things that I might be able to use, but let's look at this a little more closely. So the first article that I see that's sticking out to me is called Frankenstein, Invisibility, and Nameless Dread. So that is interesting, and I think this is probably going to touch a little bit more on... Um, the psych a psychoanalysis maybe of Frankenstein, which is maybe hinting to me that it's going to specifically be talking about his um, feelings of being abandoned by Victor, which is something that's huge in the novel. I don't want to give anything away, so I'm not going to pull in any more passages like I did last time. Um, but let's see. So this article is not only available online but it looks like it's also actually in the library so you have two options for accessing this article for the sake of the podcast we are not going to put a hold on it and go to the library we are going to go ahead and click the ebsco host link and it is going to take us to our article um so far guys i'm gonna say we are not having a lot of luck um, but nevertheless, we will keep going. So this article, and I'm going to go ahead and share with you guys, um, my method of like looking through an article once I've read like the abstract or the description or even just the title, and it sounds like it's something that I can use. I am going to go ahead and read the introduction until I feel like I've reached like the thesis of the article and then I'm going to scroll down and look at the conclusion before I read the whole article just so I know that this is something that I can use or something that's going to give me a little insight on how to find what I'm looking for. So looking at this article um it's using some language that i do not know i won't lie um it doesn't look like they are taking a literary look at this okay hold on one second i don't think this is the article i was looking for um which is odd so what we're gonna do is we're gonna try and figure out why this is happening. I wish y'all could see my screen. Alas, you cannot. So sometimes this will happen um, when you're using the library. It doesn't happen very often, but when you're using the databases, um, it might give you a weird link. So using the MLA, um, International Bibliography Database specifically, which is what this article is under, you might find that it gives you the entire contents of that journal from whatever journal it's from. Um, and that will make your life a little bit more complicated, especially when 
the actual pages are not linked up. So the article that I am looking for is on page 135 and I need to be on 135, I'm on 159. So let's try to figure that out. I don't really know what's going on there. Um, okay. So that was one. Okay. I found it. It's just a little bit of looking around. Um, so it looks like this article, which is by Lee Zimmerman, is going to be talking a little bit more about what we're looking for. So this article is talking about Frankenstein's um, feelings and his actions and his overall just like psycho analytic situation that's happening with him after he is abandoned by Victor. So this article is going to be perfect. Mwah, chef's kiss. This is what we want to use. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to download this article and I'm going to save it. I'm either going to print it off or I'm going to save it to my laptop so that I can annotate it on there, whatever I need to do. But I am going to read this whole article for our fake paper, right? So we are going to go through this process of continuing to look for things that kind of match up with our topic questions. And once we find like three or four articles, and of course, this is not for your annotated bib, an annotated bib would be something different. We're talking about just like no annotated bib was assigned. We just need to start finding sources so that we can start writing our paper. We're going to keep going through this process till we find four or five articles. We're going to sit down, we're going to read them, and then we will come to some sort of conclusion from what we have read. All right, now we have our articles. We've done our research. We now know why Victor is so terrible and why Frankenstein is so upset. We may have some theory to back that up, but we definitely have articles that can support our thesis statement. So we are going to say that our thesis statement is that the reason why Frankenstein is so conflicted about the way that he has treated the monster is because of the monster's ability to feel and have complex emotions. Um, this is our working thesis statement. When you start writing your paper, your thesis statement is not going to be beautiful. It's just going to be an idea that you have that is not a fact. First of all, it's very important that your thesis statement can, is something that you can argue. You can't argue a fact. The sky is blue. You can't argue that. You just look up at the sky and you see that it's blue. So what we are going to do now that we have our thesis statement is we are going to put together an outline. So many of you who have come into the writing center, um, you probably have been told to make an outline. Hopefully your tutor showed you how to do that. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to have grab a sheet of paper, open up a Word document, 
put our thesis statement at the top of that paper and then underneath that we're just going to start out with three sections now this is not a five subject paper these are sections these are not paragraphs so what you need to do is once you have your thesis statement at the top you've got your first section we are going to in that first section be talking about what victor's actions are so if our thesis statement is victor's actions are a direct response to frankenstein's feelings our first section be, should be talking about what actions we're talking about right so if victor which again not going to give away the book so we're just going to start making some things up we're going to say that victor stole some apples and he started throwing them at, at frankenstein or no at, at the creature we're going to say that victor is um running around telling people that the creature is a, is a terrible guy those are going to be the actions that's our first section next section is how those actions are related to the creature having emotion right so in this section we're gonna have to start pulling in some of that research that we found and we're gonna go ahead and assume that some of that research that we found is supporting our idea okay because your thesis should be the conclusion that you have come to that is your own independent thought from reading the novel and looking at scholarly work right so once we pull in some quotes maybe some of the theory that they referenced in those articles we've got our second section the third section now that we have addressed the actions we have explained how the actions relate to frankenstein this third section and again it's up to you um, what you want to do but just for a basic outline when we're just trying to put some things on paper this third section could be something about why is that significant why is um shelly so putting so much emphasis on um, victor's bad behavior and reaction to the creature being human or being uncontrollable and now we've got three sections of a paper again i want to stress each of these are not paragraphs these are sections of your paper. These are multiple paragraphs of your paper and they need to be able to flow into one another. After those three sections, you're gonna start talking about your conclusion where you're gonna wrap everything together in a beautiful bow because this paper that we have created through research and understanding of the novel, it's so beautiful. We've done such an amazing job. Now that you've got your outline, we can go ahead and start putting together those puzzle pieces, your introduction, all of those bullet points, all of those like chunks of um, source material and your own thoughts, direct quotes, paraphrasing, all of that. We're going to start putting together like a puzzle piece to make your paper. So really, this is just about putting, putting it together, making it flow well. If you have difficulty with this, I cannot stress enough. Come to the Writing Center. We would be more than happy to help you. 
with anything that I've discussed in this podcast, um, I really want to stress that the writing process is different for everyone. This was just a fun exercise that we're using to really get you to think about how do I sit down and write a paper on a text that I think is interesting in my class, right? So we're being silly. We're talking about Victor throwing apples at the creature. Like this is not, this is not something that you would be seriously writing about. But I do want to stress that if you are having difficulty with any of these steps that I've listed, I want you to come into the writing center, sit down with the tutor, and just talk it through. They can take you through and show you visually the same things that I did with the library. They can sit down and show you how to write an outline. We really are here for everything that you could possibly need when it comes to writing, and we would love to see you. Um, I want to thank everyone again who voted in the brackets. I'm so happy that we got a chance to talk about Frankenstein. Excellent book. If you need some summer reading and you also don't mind tearing up a little bit, could not recommend Frankenstein enough. All right, guys, that is it for my last episode. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to miss you guys. It's really great having a one-sided conversation. Um, But in all seriousness, thank you to everybody who's been listening. Um, We really do enjoy doing this podcast. And I'm sure next season is going to be even better with the next GA who was lucky enough to have this position. Um, I hope you all finish out the semester strong and have a great summer. Talk to y'all next time I see you, I guess. Have a good night.